Welcome, welcome, this is Susanna. Welcome to Fashion Love Stories. This podcast is being sponsored to you by Susanna Galani's Jewelry, Age of Gods. Please visit us at www.susannagalanis.com. Wow, before I begin, I have to say, wow, this story is so deep and so multifaceted. And uh, as I was reciting and uh, coming up with uh, lessons, more and more depth, uh, more and more lessons, more and more value was coming up to the surface. And uh, I kept on adding more and more segments. And uh, all I have to say is, wow, wow to the ancient Greeks for their wisdom and their playfulness and their rich stories. <laughs> Good morning, it's Susanna. It's Sunday morning in New York City. I'm having a cappuccino and I'm ready to do this. New story, new day, new inspiration, new love, new love, my darlings. My love, from me to you I'm doing this because I love you so much and I would like to share everything that comes to me so yesterday a friend of mine last evening sent me a a, a mythology a Greek story and uh, it inspired me to do this today it's the love story of Orpheus and Eurydice and Orpheus was the back in the day he was major he was like uh, a celebrity he was a musician okay so he was play he was playing the lyre of course he inherited all these talents from his father Apollo who was the god of poetry and the lyre and the music and uh, Orpheus was extremely talented he was a delight everybody was obsessing with him and his talents and uh, at one point he met a beautiful woman uh, Eurydice and uh, he fell in love with her and uh, they got married but unfortunately something happened to Eurydice and uh, she lost her life so from that point on Orpheus was extremely unhappy because he lost his love and he was playing the lyre, but um, he was not happy. So he decided to get um, to go to the underworld to beg uh, the god of the underworld, Hades, and his beautiful wife Persephone to allow his wife Eurydice to come back the upper world and uh, allow him to live and be in love with her and enjoy each other so he took his lyre and uh, he visited the underworld um, as a mortal so because of his musical ta musical talent he was uh, allowed to come in there was no barriers everything opened to him because the music the power of music was so delightful and uh, even the most dangerous gatekeepers of the underworld uh, will, would melt would melt and allow him to just walk through and eventually he met uh, Hades and uh, Persephone at their beautiful underworld palace and uh, 
he was playing them the lyre, the most beautiful music, and uh, it was all about his love to Eurydice, and um, that really touched uh, Hades' and uh, Persephone's hearts, and uh, they saw how, how big his love, his love was for uh, Eurydice, so they made an exception, and they allowed him to have his wife back. But uh, they wanted uh, to give him a rule. Uh, one condition, one condition was that uh, he would trust that he would get his wife back and on the way back to the upper world, he was not supposed to ever look back. His wife will follow him, Eurydice, but he had to always look forward and never turn his head around to see if she was following him or not and he did it up to a certain point and towards the end he got really anxious very anxious and because he was not listening there was no action or activity uh, behind him there was nothing happening so he got scared and um, uh, he turned around because he, he thought uh, Eurydice Eurydice was not happy, was not following him and uh, he turned around and yes she was there but she was quiet and uh, but she was following him as was told to him by by Hades and uh, when he turned the head to see Eurydice that was the point that um, he lost her because he lost faith in her and he did not keep his word and uh, he had no certainty and uh, he he lost Eurydice and that was the beginning of his drama uh, because he was not allowed to ever reunite with her uh, in his life during his life on the upper world and he was very miserable he ended up having a very miserable life and he was playing his songs of lost love and uh, heartbreak and chaos and drama and uh, broken heart and uh, yeah that was his life uh, until the end there were so many different versions of the story people uh, some women got very sick and tired of him listening to him like that and not giving them attention and other stories and uh, yes uh, tragically he he did not have a good life and uh, eventually he lost his life and uh, the good thing was he eventually met his life his wife in the underworld but um, the point is during the life the lifetime on the upper world he was miserable and because he did not have faith a chance was given to him, uh, a promise was made to him, a word was given to him that he will have his love, Eurydice, and to have faith that, yes, God promised him that he will grant him his wish and uh, to, to accept that and to not doubt, not have any doubts or uh, uncertainty and uh, 
and he lost it because he lost his uh, certainty he lost it all he lost the love he lost the happiness the joy and um, of course he was miserable and the point here is uh, what uh, are we learning from this very essential coming from the ancient Greeks so the ancient Greeks was trying to tell us that certainty is very important expect the promise of God accept the love that was promised to you expect the happiness that was promised to you and do not have uncertainty my darlings and uh, uh, certainty is a very important tool uh, to have and uh, to always have faith that everything will come to you as it was uh, decided by the gods and of course it, how it was decided by you by having uh, passions and desires and dreams and hopes and plans and visions and with the grace of God you will have all these but the most important thing that you need to have is faith and certainty and do not ever to lose that because then you lose everything and uh, this is the story this is the myth of Orpheus and Eurydice and it has been glamorized and it has been repeated in different plays, different books, even the movies. It has been such an important story for us and uh, the lesson is here again to learn that faith and certainty at the end of the day this is what uh, is uh, going to save us. And I think this is it. I'm going to end this uh, story here thank you for listening and uh, share it with other people and uh, that's how we keep the mythology going <laughs> and the lessons that they were given to us by my beloved ancient greeks have a wonderful sunday and i'll see you later So my darlings, um, how fortunate was Orpheus having the mighty Apollo as a father and inheriting all his gifts and talents, uh, but he was also very fortunate with the mother that uh, he had. Uh, she was the famous muse Calliope, which means beautifully voiced, beautiful voiced in ancient Greek. So Calliope, the muse, presided over eloquence and epic poetry. So, so this adds uh, a little bit more to the drama of uh, Orpheus's life. He had so much, he was giving so much in life, so many gifts, and um, he ruined everything by not having faith and not trusting and listening to the rules. And uh, how sad was that? Uh, yes major lesson okay so Calliope this major muse of the ancient Greek world uh, had the power to gift back in ancient Greece the gift of eloquence and epic poetry the charisma and the talent 
So the gift of eloquence was given uh, according to the myths and the legends to the kings and the queens of the day. So what is uh, eloquence, my darlings? What is eloquence? The art of using language with fluency and aptness and appropriate speech. Um, it was the art to express in the most elegant manner and artistic expression. So it was really a gift. So there is something also for us to learn from this uh, segment or this uh, facet from this story because there are so many facets, so many lessons. So the power of eloquent writing or eloquent expression uh, how charismatic can that be and uh, it was given to the kings and the queens of the day so we know very well that the kings and the queens they were leaders and uh, all leaders are very charismatic and um, that should be also for us something to consider uh, an area of our lives to work on and uh, improve and become more eloquent in our behavior and our expression how nice that would be right how graceful so to say it eloquently uh, there is another facet in this diamond of a greek drama there were so many layers so many stories so many facets and one facet was the fact that not only Orpheus ruined it for himself and he was miserable, but he also ruined it for Eurydice. She did not have the chance to come up in the upper world and enjoy her life and her love. And um, also, how tragic was that for her as well? Also, I'm sure his parents, Apollo and Calliope, were also not happy with this turn of events and unhappy Greek drama. And speaking of uh, facets, I have to refer to diamonds and facets in here. As you know, I'm a jewelry designer and I love diamonds. And uh, yes, <laughs> the facets and the diamonds are very essential of this story, in this story. And um, there was another facet, very important facet in this uh, diamond of the story. It was the fact that uh, uh, Orpheus uh, did not follow the universal rule of uh, having certainty and he looked back, he broke the rule, he did not keep his word, he looked back and he lost the game and then he went on the upper world and uh, he lived uh, miserably ever after. He was always looking back. How ironic. He was not supposed to look back. That was the point of this myth. And yet, throughout his life, he was looking back, reminiscing, reminiscing of lost love and pain and suffering. And he was so miserable. How ironic was that? And 
And one more very important point in this Greek uh, myth, the issue of self-control. Yes, my darlings, the issue of self-control. Orpheus did not practice self-control and uh, he lost, he lost and the rest is uh, Greek drama history. And before I go, my darlings, this is a very important revelation I just had. How important was love? How important was the message of love and beauty and the beauty of uh, music in this uh, myth? How uh, Orpheus was able to enter the world of the underworld and the gates of Hades unharmed while he, he was still alive? And how he was able to melt with his proclamation of love for Eurydice and uh, the beauty of music and his lyre. How he was able to melt the heart of Hades and allow him to make an exception to deliver someone back from the underworld to the upper world. That was the power of love and the power of music and here is another very important revelation that we have in this multifaceted story and uh, how grateful we are to the ancient Greeks uh, to their wisdom and their um, ways of telling all these very valuable stories in uh, these myths uh, and um, how amazing they were And finally, finally, there is a very classic facet to this story where a lot of people feel that uh, Orpheus immortalized Eurydice through his uh, music and his songs for eternity. Therefore, we still know about this story. If it was not for his love for her that he kept on singing about her, we wouldn't have known about this. Yes. And one more point, my darlings, a major point. Keep your word. End of story. And here I'm uh, back again with yet another uh, facet, but I think this is the main facet. I think this is the entire diamond of the story. I was going back and forth throughout my... Um, storytelling and all these facets and versions and lessons and points I was trying to make because like I said uh, this story is very multifaceted and um, I was upset at times I was critical at uh, Orpheus because he should have known better he did not have faith he did not have certainty, he did not have self-control, he was inconsiderate of others and especially his love, Eurydice. And that angered me a little bit and um, yes, I was a little bit critical and I thought, uh, yes, he was not a very strong man and um, 
I did not have such respect for him and he ended up uh, acting like a crybaby and uh, a victim and uh, feeling sorry for himself and thinking about uh, his uh, love, his lost love. Uh, he gave me the impression that he was a modern day loser. But I thought about it and I think at the end of the day he was greater than that. I believe that uh, he chose to do this as a form of a modern-day saint or a martyr to go through that pain and suffering, to go through that miserable existence, and not only him, uh, his love as well, Eurydice, they chose to, to portray this role and to be part of this uh, mythology and this uh, drama, this play, for all of us to learn the lessons that we learned here of... Um, certainty, trust, courage, leadership, eloquence, keeping our word, reliability, spreading love through music, through eloquent words and poetry, etc., etc., beauty, the beauty of the world. So there were so many important lessons for us mortals to have learned and we did we got the message through the pain and suffering of uh, Orpheus and uh, Eurydice. so at the end uh, they are my heroes and this is the diamond the sparkling diamond of this story modern-day martyrs and saints they did it for us they paid the price so we have to follow now we have to follow these uh, lessons because some people uh, suffered for us to know all these great things and here is the very very end of this story of uh, Orpheus and Eurydice, or Orpheus and Eurydice, 